the Soulgasm Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Quigg, and I'll be showing hungry, spiritual as fuck women how to live a life of passion and soul. Hi guys, welcome back to the Soul Gasm Podcast, our woke and vegan series. I am here with the hubs. Hello. And uh, we are so excited about today's episode. And um, for those of you inquiring about the recipes, I'm actually developing an Instagram feed for us where we can post pictures of our recipes and also like the food that we eat and have a little bit more interaction with you guys. So be looking out for that and I'm really excited. Um, but we have some awesome topics to uh, to open up about today. Definitely. It's going to be a fun, fun and, talk today. Yeah. So the question that we get asked the most, I feel, is... What the... most parents are yeah. thinking <laughs> when they're talking about going vegan or vegetarian yeah. is definitely always the same thing yep which is how in the hell do i get my kid to eat it yeah i think um for us it was nice as far as the vegetarian lifestyle because we were really able to start scarlet off with vegetarian food so she really never ate meat she had chicken i think one time and that was it other than that she's always eaten vegetarian so it was good. Now, the problem was she had still known cheese, and that girl loves some cheese. So yeah, pizzas, pastas, tacos, wherever she could get cheese, because we like cheese. That's why we went vegetarian first, and you know we went vegetarian for a year and a half. You know before we decided to take the leap into being vegan, and uh, so that was really the the thing that changed you know when I made pizza the first time she looked at me kind of like um what's going on you know like there's no cheese on here or there's this is not the cheese I'm used to kind of thing and so we just had to figure out you know what how to counterbalance that and slowly we really got away from the cheesy items but it's not like you can't still make cheese stuff you just make it in different ways so um like we talked a little bit about you know last time like we like um, you know, the follow your heart cheese products, they're very good, but you can really make some really good cheeses with, you know, cashews, tofu. Um, there's lots of different recipes out there to make, you know, mac and cheese and ricotta and different things that you can make. So uh, that was just, you know, one little hurdle, but it's really not like the I end think of the world. Also the big thing, and you and I have talked about it, is that, um, it's also about we eat what she eats. Like our plates are always the same. Whereas I find a lot of um, like a lot of people, whether it's moms, dads, you know, the whole the whole parenting thing is we like give our kids we want them to eat better, so we try to give our kids that. But then we don't actually like care about what we're putting in our body. So then the child doesn't want to like eat what you're like they don't want to eat what you're giving them they want to eat what you're eating because that's what's cool and I think that really just having like a boundary system with just like when we make a change like this is what we're doing 
All right, real talk. I think we need to address the the elephant in the room. Stay away from fast food. Like, don't go to fast food. Like, if you go get fast food, then you're kind of like, you're setting yourself up for failure as far as like, you know, what the kids want, because then you're just doing chicken nuggets and French fries and, you know, or like a cheeseburger. And so it's getting harder and harder. And then, you know, you, you think of the easy meals, right? The raviolis, the hot dogs, the corn dogs, the frozen chicken nuggets, like those things, like they just should not be in your kitchen because they're just, there's so many bleached products in there and parts of stuff that you don't really even know where it's coming from. And the sodium content in those things are just out the roof. Like they're not good. And they're just so highly addictive to especially children because then they, they're quick and easy and we get addicted to, you know, the sugars and the salts of everything. So really just weaning your kids off of that is like the biggest thing because those are the things that really like have kids struggling especially with like the way our school lunches are and everything so you know obviously this is not going to be like uh well this is super easy and I can just you know grab a a deli thing what I mean and you can you can definitely grab like vegan deli slices and things like that and still make sandwiches and stuff but you want to get away from processed yeah you want to I mean it's okay to do it, but it's still the same thing as other processed. Not that it's as bad. You're losing all the trans fats, saturated fats, all those different things. Um, you know, cholesterol, it doesn't have those types of things in there, but it's still processed food, you know, and the more plant-based you can get, the more, like, this is a tomato, this is a potato, this is this. From source. Literally, yeah, from this so- is what when I you look about, at yeah. the ingredient, you can tell without looking at the ingredients like what's in it you know um but, so we're going to talk about game changers since we're already leading into this well i was thinking we could <laughs> we could still we still need to address the thing like how do we get scarlet to eat that stuff so mm-hmm. i think a lot of parents especially when they're thinking about this whole vegan transfer they want what i found um you know looking over different studies and different things is like smoothies they're a great way to especially if your kids don't have the likes for spinach or broccoli or things that like are green and good for you Uh, it's good to start off with something like smoothies because then you can go and you can get you you, you can get a like a hemp protein you can get a pea protein you can get these different types of proteins plant-based proteins if you want protein powders Um, they're not needed if you don't want them um, but you can definitely get them. You can get the uh, soy yogurts. You can get the coconut yogurts at most grocery stores now. They're so delicious. Is one that we really like. Um, but then you look at, um, you know, your almond milk, your soy milk, your cashew milk, your oat milk. One of those, you know, some kind of plant-based milk. Um, then you look at like frozen spinach frozen broccoli you don't have to put a lot in there just start off small because you don't want to like scare them away and then you put in you know frozen blueberries frozen strawberries you can get frozen mango banana i have an epic put peanut epic, butter yeah, you can put some fro- she likes beets so and beets are fantastic so put some of those in there and what that's going to do is when you start adding those things in you're going to slowly start introducing those nutrients and those and those flavors and things to your child and yourself really if you're one that's like I don't like vegetables I don't I don't don't like them if you start doing that you're going to start realizing like man like 
when you start listening to your body, like with what you want, you're going to start realizing like, man, I want that. Like I want broccoli now. I want spinach. Like I can do it. I can eat that when I get it at a, at a restaurant or when I, you know, get it in like a different bag of veggies or like some kind of like vegetable lasagna. Like I can eat that now. And so uh, it definitely changes your mindset, I think, when you start incorporating yeah. that way. And the quickest way that I've found, yeah, to get scarlet tea, like, straight-up raw um, veggies is in, in the shakes, is to blend it up like that. And she loves it, especially if you can get, like, a good um, vanilla protein powder. Like, I use the hemp vanilla mm-hmm. protein powder from Trader Joe's. And it really gives it a great flavor along with that so delicious um, vegan yogurt that gives it just enough vanilla and it's just perfect she really likes it yeah and i mean like scarlet she always says that she wants carrots but she never really eats carrots so i have to think of creative ways all the time i made a carrot pancake the other day and they were fantastic they had like shredded carrots oats um you know like your flour like everything that like is good though i put like whole wheat flour in there oats chia seeds uh, nutritional yeast, flaxseed powder, like it's got like all your omega-3s, all your B vitamins, all your protein, everything that you would need. Plus it's got the carrots, you're getting your like vitamin A and vitamin K and things that you want that people are always worried about, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. But there's ways of incorporating those things into those, you know, like we made chili the other day. I use a V8 for my base, for my chili. So I use a spicy hot V8. It's not that hot, but you use it and that's got, you know, carrot, it's got beet, it's got celery, it's got, you know, different flavors in there. And by eating that, now you're slowly incorporating those flavors and those nutrients into your children's lives and they don't even know. And I think that's like how you have to do it, you know, but it it just takes a little bit of creativity on the parents, yep. you know. And commitment. Yeah, for sure. Definitely commitment. Um, sure. So I really want to talk about Game Changers, you guys, because that was a game changer for us. I think we watched it the other day while we were in the gym. And I just want to say that I would love to see Netflix come out with a female version of that. Like, basically really honing in on how a plant-based diet improves, like, female performance. Because, I mean, there was some female performance, like, totting, but I feel like it was mostly geared towards men. Because I feel like that's really where the stigma has come in of, like, the, you know... You like a man. Yeah, the man and eat all the meat and all that stuff. Um, But tell me ladies if you feel that way because I really would love to know like the impact of a plant-based diet on the feminine like chemistry so and really just watch it whether you're vegan you're not vegan you're just thinking about it you're intrigued you hate vegans whatever it is that it might be like watch the video because it's got so much knowledge in there and so many like research um that they've done so many different things that they've talked about and like they found out and it's just it's amazing what they can show you um, just in that video alone and answer so many questions, especially people who are like on the edge of stuff, it will, um, really answer a lot of questions, but I don't want to spend like a ton of time on it. Cause it's, you know, it's a movie. So, I mean, everybody has the ability to really go out there, but I mean, honestly, truly an amazing, who do amazing you feel you movie. were the most impacted by on that story? <sighs> I think I I don't know. I really liked the guy. There was a Marine who started working in South Africa protecting, like, rhinos and elephants. And he started teaching um, these other wildlife protection people, you know, basically 
how to protect the rhinos, like what, you know, different sets that they could have. Because they have to patrol 5 million acres is what they were supposed to do. And rhinos, there's like only 5,000 of them left in the world because of their rare uh, horns. Like everybody wants them. They're so expensive. And so they're pe- people like are always poachers trying to like take these rhino horns and stuff. So these guys got to be trained because there's poachers all the time trying to, you know, take out these rhinos. And we really don't want them to go extinct. Um, they're beautiful creatures vegetarian by the way um and then elephants of course everybody knows about their ivory and everything also veggie um but it's just it's crazy and the guy was like you know i'm doing all this i'm 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 basically spending my entire day protecting these animals and then every night i go home and i throw another one on the fire and i had to look at myself and i had to think to myself if i really wanted to save animals then i wouldn't be eating an animal and it just really impacts me because it's it's really about the moral mortality of it, you know, and morality, excuse me. And uh, I think that's kind of the whole woke part of this series is when you start becoming vegan for yourself, so many more things kind of flourish into your mindset, like your philosophy changes. I mean, that, that was another yeah. thing we wanted to talk about kind of tonight is just your philosophy on things. Like you don't think the same way after weeks and months of you know whatever eating this way even just being vegetarian your whole mindset changes you're, yeah, you have a lot of clarity yeah like your your mind just start, there's you know different cultures believe that when you eat something you're taking on the energy of that thing you know like in parts of china and south korea like they believe that when they eat an animal that they actually take on the energy of that animal so what they actually do is they will hang up a dog or whatever animal they're talking about by its hind legs on a chain and they will blowtorch it to death, which for most of you listening are thinking that's like the most disgusting thing, whatever. But when you think about it, what do we do to chickens? What do we do to cows? What do we do to pigs? Why is their life different than that of a dog? When pigs, when research shows that pigs have had the exact same um, you know, IQ testing as a dog. Like, they can do the same things as a dog. They can know who their owner is. They can go and get food. They can know, you know, how to do certain, you know, little tricks and things like that. Their IQ is very equivalent to that of a dog, but yet we view the pig as just this thing that was bred just for us to eat and we don't care about it because bacon's good. And when you start thinking about things in a different way because it's you know, like, what's the difference between a dog and a pig? And, you know, it's just, it becomes that way of thinking regardless of what it is. And it's something that I've talked to my ladies in um, one of my group coaching containers about is that, you know, talking about, I feel like the spiritual female entrepreneur community is really raising up right now. And one of the things that, you know, we're talking about is getting everything in alignment, your, your mind, your body, your soul. And really understanding that the energy that you are taking on, like I'm a firm believer in that, that the energy that you are taking on by eating that thing, you know, you're ingesting just like, for instance, people say, you know, well, you know, I go lighter and I have chicken and like, we don't understand the levels of like, the the levels of pain and suffering that this animal has gone through and then like we're ingesting that and using that as the fuel to like power our 
what would you call it? Like our nervous system, basically, which powers our intuition, talks from our soul to our body to our brain. And I think that it's really something to pay attention to whenever you're talking about like eating death. Like that's what Michelle says. She talks about eating death. I'm like, I really, I feel it. Um, my moment was with Jax. Um, we were in the living room and I was holding Jax and this was our bull mastiff. Um, and I was just petting him and he was so happy and I could just feel how happy he was. And I just thought in my mind, like what I have with this dog, if there's even like the slightest possibility that there's another like animal, like that a cow or a chicken or a pig or any of these things could have this same capacity to love. Like I just, I can't do it. And like my stomach just well, turned Well, I mean, animals have sensinoids, you know? So when you think, when you... If you've ever seen like a dog like get pricked with a cactus or you know a cat swats a dog or something like that they they run away or someone kicks a dog you know god forbid but if something happens like they run away because they don't like getting hurt they're afraid of that so they're running away to stay alive they have the mindset to be alive same thing with pigs same thing with chickens same thing with cows they have the reasoning to want to live you know, and people always want to throw in this thing with vegans too. Like, well, you're killing the plants because they're alive. Plants do not have a consciousness. They do not have sense noise. They can't run away when they're whatever. Um, when you think about things like, does anybody even think twice when you cut broccoli or a carrot or, you know, lettuce in your kitchen? Does anybody think twice about cutting that in front of their in front of their kids? No, not at all, because we're making a salad. It's not, it's something that we were supposed to do. Tell me, how many people take their field trips in second grade to the slaughterhouse and see how sausage is made, see how bacon's made, see how a cow is, you know, hung up and done, you know, everything that's done to it. And I mean, I'll let you guys do your own research, but the inhumane things that they are doing we wouldn't be comfortable seeing it and we don't want to see it because it, it it is wrong and that's why we don't like it because it is wrong and when you start thinking about these things I, again I started off with literally just the selfish purpose of becoming healthy like I had no intent I always loved animals I always had a connection to animals but it never like was the priority in mind and it's only after I started doing this for so long that I thought to myself, like, why are we doing that? You know what we talked about today, and it's really interesting because I actually drew cards this morning that confirmed this, not only with what I'm talking about in Soulgasm, but also what we're talking about right now, which is the understanding that, like, the human impact, like, the footprint that is now on the earth because of how much we're consuming, like, animal meat and flesh and, like, what it's doing to our ecosystems and everything like we're not recognizing that like it's our generation that if we don't like raise the consciousness and the vibration of the planet around this particular thing like if we don't become the voice for this to heal and for people to become aware that this is like something that is going to like it needs to be talked about it needs to be implemented in order for the world to heal at large um like it, it's just it, it it dawned on me today that we are part of that and it's really really awesome I don't know it just was really cool for me that um I had that confirmation with 
you know, this particular talk as well. And it's just, it's really a question of like, are you, what, I love what that guy said the other day, which is like, are your taste buds worth like worth a life. human existence like on yeah. planet earth? You know well, I mean? I mean, when you think about just production in a whole, you're talking about one pound of animal protein takes at least 13.1 pounds of plant protein to produce. So right now, currently, we are growing about like 10 to 12 billion pounds of plants a year, plant protein, um, or, you know, food a year. Um, and a large majority of it is going to livestock. But again, you guys, do yeah. your research. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, yeah, we don't want to spend too much because it's, we got yeah. a lot of stuff, but yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, like, it, it'll it really change the is, way you think, for sure. It's Um... So we talked a little bit about philosophy. I, I think the next thing we wanted to really get into, because this is something that everybody, I think, has been asking us, and that's shopping vegan. Yeah, for sure. Because that's something that most people like are like... They don't even know where to start. Well, and, and everybody's got this misconception that you have to spend a bunch of money when you shop vegan, and it's just not true. Like, yeah, if you get all the processed stuff and whatever, sometimes at Publix you get buy one, get one, or... You can go to like your local grocery store and sometimes you get good deals on stuff like that. But it's not like that's not what we're like really going for. We use it once in a while, but it's not like not what I center my food around anymore. And it's okay to start there, but just continue to grow from that, you know, in that in that space. It's, it's little steps. Yeah, for know? sure. But what you really want to start doing, like there's someone that I always like on YouTube. Her name is... Uh, it's cheap lazy vegan like oh she's God, really yeah. good if you're if you're not one for creativity in the kitchen you're like i don't know what to do i have no idea where to start i'm not a good cook anyway whatever go watch that girl like she's got things on there to plan like literally food prep for $20 a week like you can have three meals a day on $20 for the entire week and go to walmart and like different things like that i feel like you're if it's really that of a financial burden to like uh, you can eat cheaper being vegan. I guarantee it. Like, the thing if is, you, you really have to flip your to. mindset. I yeah. think it's really just, you will find proof, and this is something we talked about in coaching industry, is like, you will find proof of whatever you want to find proof of. Like, if yeah. you want to find proof that being vegan is like frustrating and hard and difficult, you will literally shop as though being vegan is frustrating, hard, and difficult. Or you can decide that this is going to be easy and I'm going to make it work for me and I'm going to be healthy. And we step into things like making, you know, crockpot meals that last for three, four days that we can make into tacos or soup or chili or, you know, whatever. Like, we, that it's just amazing, like, what we can do. So tofu, $1.50. You get a lemon. It's like 60 cents. You get, you know, whatever seasonings you have. You get your pasta, like your whole grain pasta if you want to have the extra protein. That's like $2. A thing of pasta sauce, that's you know, two or three dollars and then you get some, you know, vegan cheese that's like, you know, four or five dollars. Like you can literally make a huge lasagna from that for however long. You can add veggies to it if you want to, spinach, frozen stuff that costs a dollar at Walmart. You can add zucchini, whatever. You can add these things and make it very, very cheap. And we have this misconception where, you know, we have to like spend all this money on like these process things we always have to buy and like time. all these fresh yeah like one of the things we do is i buy a lot of frozen stuff like people get this like idea that you, you can't buy frozen stuff or it's not as good as fresh and 
let's just be real. Like, I have a huge problem with wasting food. Like, you can ask Jen. Like, I hate it. Like, I'm coming home all the time. Like, did you eat those oranges that I asked you to eat? Because now they're bad. Or did you eat this? Because I'm always on her. Because I don't want to waste food. I hate wasting food. That is why we go to the store more frequently when we have fresh stuff. Because I don't want to buy so much that we waste it. So I buy a lot of frozen stuff. You can go to Walmart and you can get frozen spinach for a dollar. You can get frozen broccoli for a dollar, frozen cauliflower for a dollar, frozen corn for a dollar, peas, carrots, all these different things for like a dollar to two dollars on all these different things. You have a large majority of them. I get rice cauliflower. That's a way that I, I, a huge thing that I put in there and now Scarlett eats cauliflower without thinking twice. Like real cauliflower, you know, because I'm, yeah. Yeah, and the biggest thing I can say, too, is if you're trying to think about, um, like, what is my new starch? Like, what is my new main? You know, because, like, we center our whole meal around the protein of a steak or whatever. It's really flipping your mindset. What I notice is that you use, like, some kind of a bean or potato, usually, Mm. or, like, um, like, a green bean and broccoli blend to be, like, the main like the attraction and you season it like it would be, you know, that, I don't know, you're, you're seasoning, you really, you season things well to where like you wouldn't notice like, um, that it's not a meat. You just wouldn't notice it. Like you just season things really well. Yeah. I think that's just, that's just taken time growing as a cook at home. You know, like I think everybody, a lot of people, you know, listening or thinking like I have to do all this stuff and I'm not that good in the kitchen. I'm just used to buying this quick and easy stuff. And that's like, we all started somewhere, you know, like don't be afraid to look up a YouTube video on how to make a chili. If you don't know how to make a chili, that's how I got learning how to make a chili. Like I practice it. Like when I started baking bread, I think last week when we talked over the recipe, I think that was a lot to digest. And I don't think we're going to really go over like huge recipes like that anymore. Um, we're just going to give you guys some recipes like on, on her channel and kind of let you guys see what it is visually. But I mean, honestly, there's so many easy recipes out there that just take no effort. Like if you can just, one of them. if you can read instructions, <laughs> yeah, chili, it's beans, it's V8 there. sauce, it's canned tomatoes, it's frozen corn, spinach, Literally whatever beans you want, canned beans. It it's there. yeah. I threw zucchini in there the other day. I threw extra things that I had and all the that question stuff. question is, just... is it about to go bad? Put it in the chili. <laughs> exactly. And it comes out and you're like, wow, this is one of the best things ever. I love so it so good. much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just salt and pepper to taste. You add some garlic, you know. you Really any seasoning that you have, you're going to enjoy. Just make sure there's no, uh, there's no like chicken bouillon or whatever and, uh, you know, chicken stuff in there. There's a lot of things like that in there. But yeah, just check on that. That's the other thing. Like when you're shopping vegan, like, it's it's an adjustment because now you're looking on the back of things when you are passing that produce section like when we pass the produce section now I know like my work starts because now I have to start like I gotta look at this I gotta read the ingredients and you'll be surprised when you look at stuff it'll shock you that the only thing that doesn't include a percentage of daily value is sugar no matter what item you look at the only one that doesn't have a percentage of daily value is the sugar it might tell you on the added sugars but that doesn't include the in total sugars so what what you miss out on seeing that is is you're not seeing what percentage that actually does like go look at a snapple and see how much 
like in one Snapple at the gas station, how much sugar is in there? It's like 60 grams of sugar. Which like is like... Two times the amount of, an adult yeah. man should have in a day. Yeah. And you're getting that in one. And the reason why it's bad, because it's not, it's not real fruit. It's from concentrate. It's hitting your system and it's too much sugar for your body to digest in one time. If you were to go eat all the fruit that they put in there and do it, one, you would be way too full to eat it all. And second, your body would be able to digest it quickly enough to create the proper amount of glucose to your system that your brain would feed off of and build and give you energy. Yeah. And then it's like you're flooding it. That's the same thing with like an apple versus applesauce versus apple juice. Apple, you get, you know, the proper nutrients from the skin and the, you know, the actual sweetness of the apple and everything. You're getting all the nutrients that you need from that apple, all the fiber, everything. It has time to break down in your system. It has time to go through your system properly. When you eat applesauce, it's it's still too much of a, a direct hit to your nervous system that it just like, it's sugar overload and you're literally like just putting on the calories. When you drink apple juice, it's straight sugar. It's nothing but sugar because it's so much concentrate that it's too much for your body to handle, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like one of the things we got away from because, you know, kids love juice, they love whatever. We get meal for Scarlet. Ones with B vitamins, ones without B vitamins, and we're trying to get her to like stop bouncing off the walls, like whatever. Like we have, like she now she's like, I want water with my mango drink. We put a little squirt in that in there, and she's like, my gosh, like this is my favorite thing in the world. I love mango drink. Yeah. I love mango drink. Like that's what she loves, and it's just like the little squirt of this, and it's like, how much better is that for her when there's no sugar, there's no, you know, fake sweeteners and all that stuff. Like it's just. The only thing yeah. I don't like about it is that it does have the dyes in it. Yeah, I mean... But okay. it doesn't have any sodium, any sugar, yeah. anything like that. And I do like that it gives her the vitamins. Stepping that is the stones. One thing Stepping stones. That you want to really pay attention to when you're a vegetarian is the B vitamins. I know I've felt the effects of that before of not getting enough B vitamins. And uh, it will definitely cause major fatigue. So you want to ensure that you're getting a supplement of B vitamins. Um, also nutritional yeast that's something that I put in oh like God, pretty much yeah. all of our food and it's got tons of B vitamins in it um, just things like you know again you're doing your research like we're not the medical advice for everything and you're you know we're, I wouldn't you know this is not medical advice yeah medical we're not doctors we're yeah. sharing our story with you we're guys. sharing our story because we've we've done our research for us and our family and we've realized like we where we came yeah. from you know like I was 370 pounds when we started this, and now I'm, you know, 275, and it's changed my life completely. I was, you know, having risk of all these problems, and now I have no problems. You know, same thing with with Scarlett. She was having, like, skin irritations, even when we were vegetarian, because she was against the dairy. The dairy and the lactose and everything was not good for her. So when we finally switched from not doing that wow the tummy problems went away the skin rashes went away like all these things that were bothering her went away and it's just making that move so Mm -hmm. for sure it's definitely worth it and if you could give one piece of advice to somebody that really wants to go vegan right now um with you know not maybe so much what to buy what to whatever but like a help on their consciousness on you know the things that they're going to face temptations what have you what would be your piece of advice 
doing this for a few years now. I think just realizing that one, you don't need to kill something for you to live. Um, regardless of how you feel, if you know animals are equal or not, like nothing needs to die for you to eat a meal. Um, and so that kind of gets me through the days of like, oh, I miss chicken wings. Because man, sometimes the craving is real, you know, for that. But it's not like the chicken that I miss. It's like the sauce and the sensories of the of every of the flavors. And what I've done since then is I've been able to create that same flavor through other things. So it's not like I... Fried cauliflower. Yeah, you can do fried <laughs> yeah. cauliflower. You can do seitan and you can make it like a fried, like a buffalo chicken wing. Like you can do that. Like they have sausages, they have fake chicken, they have all these different things you can do now that are very similar to a chicken or whenever you taste it like you don't even like think about it because it's got the buffalo sauce on it you can get vegan ranch you can get vegan blue cheese like it's the same kind of feeling and when you get your mindset in the right place you're still you know you're able to eat those things it's just changing like how you eat you know your mindset of like what you're eating um the second thing is like for those of you who have who have kids like the leading cause of death in our country is heart disease and cancer. And when I looked at myself and I thought to myself, like, I'm pre-diabetic, I'm high blood pressure, like, what else is going to happen to me when I'm in my, you know, mid to late 20s and I'm already having these problems because of my diet? Like, how do I let that go on to my children? Like, how do I do that? And I said, I have to be the role model for my child and I have to show her that not only can you do it, but you can live life and enjoy life more than ever. And that's what gives me the motivation to want to get in the kitchen and cook these things because, you know, I was a foodie. I I mean, guys, I was an offensive lineman in, you know, the Midwest. Like, if there was a way to double meat cheese or double meat whatever cheese, yeah, like, I... <laughs> I did it. I understand what everybody who likes meat and the taste of it and cheese and all this. I understand. My dad's from Wisconsin. I'm a Packers fan. Like, uh, cheese was a part of our heritage. Brats, beer brats, all these different things. What you don't understand is you can still have brats. Like, they make plant-based brats. You can you can make plant-based brats at home. You can do all these things. It's not really what's important, though. Like, being there with your kids, like not having to worry about having to take an artery out of your leg and like have them inserted into the part of your heart because you have like a heart attack or a stroke, like that scares me more than anything. And I want to be a part of my child's life for as long as possible. And the next thing is I want to encourage her to have that in her life because I don't want to be the father to someone that has to go through that themselves. Mm -hmm. Because what we're seeing more and more if you look at research and everything else that by 2050 one in three children children will have diabetes there's so much childhood obesity the food that children are eating even if they're not obese by like outward terms when they get their blood drawn or they get their like their insides looked at like what their nutrients are or whatever they're so malnourished because of what they're eating. And that's a problem. 
it's because we rely on these like frozen combo meals and we rely on these fake protein like these fake tenders and things like yeah there's chicken in there but like what parts of chicken like what else is in there what chemicals are put in there what hormones and antibiotics and all these other things that are put in there what are they giving it reminds me when I look at myself like I have to be the example I have to I have to lead by example for my child because if not who is going to show them with the Mm -hmm. amount of bad marketing out there in the world it's so true and I agree with exactly what he's saying and I think that both of us are trying to say that our advice to you would be to find your why to find out why you're doing it for yourself and hold yourself accountable for those reasons you know if you want a better world you want a better life for your child you want a better life for yourself you want to be able to run and play you want to you know have whatever like whatever it is figure out why you're doing it and when you have that motivation behind you like the desire will be there to commit and I think it really does take that introspection of figuring out like what why it's important to you because neither one of us started on the basis of you know, this is why we're doing it. Like I, you can like, Tom says he was like, not that concerned about the animals. I was much less concerned about the animals. Like it's, it's really only about six months ago that I spiritually got on board with this. Like this for me was, I felt better and I noticed my level of clarity and Tom can attest to this. I've battled with postpartum depression for a hot minute and like, just going plant-based has shifted like my whole state of mind like astronomically your whole mantra like your yeah. whole philosophy your whole just essence has changed like this was a girl who you know was depressed and didn't know why she was depressed was upset and didn't know why she was upset and when you started going plant-based you started like being proud of the person that you looked at at the mirror you started being proud of the person that did accomplish things like you started getting back into the gym you had the energy to do so like if you guys are struggling with certain you know things or you know that certain diseases are hereditary in your family like take a look at the like it is the only study that it's not that it's like it only works for diabetes, it only works for cancer. It's the same diet that works for literally like all these different diseases, rheumatoid arthritis, um, you know, uh, cancer, diabetes, um, heart disease, like all these different things. So it's just amazing. Like when you really start doing your research, like what you can, what you can find out. And I think we're just that middle person to kind of help, you know, lead you on to that yeah 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 because that's what it's about that's what we're doing so i'm really excited about next week um tell us a little bit more about your friend that's coming we won't uh we won't hang on for too much longer but i did want to share with you guys who's coming next week as a guest speaker yeah i have a good friend she's uh she's been vegan for about five years now she's actually um studying to be a dietitian for vegan living um, so we're planning on having her hopefully next week if it works out. If not, we'll definitely have her in the next uh, following week. Uh, her name's Maya, and um, it's yeah, she's gonna have a lot of information. So please, anybody that has questions about, you know, 
nutrients or anything that you need. Yeah, fine tuning if you want to know certain information on like what you like how to fulfill like getting enough b vitamins getting enough iron getting enough protein like whatever questions that you guys might have like we are going to answer those questions next week and just kind of like you know have her speak a little bit on you know what she has found out about you know vegan living and you know some of the things that she's come across as well I'm so, so excited for that. All right, you guys, we are so blessed to give you episode two of Woke and Vegan, and we hope you guys have a freaking fantastic night, Um, and we'll see you next Friday for episode three. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.